Welcome to the I Spy with My MyOI podcast. I am your host, Brittany Murphy. I am a certified oral facial myologist, registered dental hygienist, and lifelong learner. My goal with this podcast is to bring you up-to-date and current literature and expand your knowledge of oral facial myofunctional disorders so that together we can get to the root cause of the problem. You ask, we'll answer by collaborating with true pioneers and specialties associated with the myo world. Join me on this journey as we dive into the life-altering world of tethered oral tissues and airway space. Let's do this thing. Quick disclaimer, all content expressed on this podcast are the views and opinions of the speakers and is for informational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace, professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Because every person is so unique, you should always consult with your specialized healthcare professional. Welcome to the spinoff of the I Spy with My MyOI podcast. I am happy to introduce to you Myo Mondays with Carice Laguerre and Brittany Murphy. Just a couple of Myo fanatics talking shop, bringing you real and authentic conversation as if we were all sitting around my kitchen table. Nothing's off limits, so feel free to reach out to us with your burning Myo topics. Welcome to another episode of Myo Monday. We are super excited to be here, and it is not the Ask Crack of Dawn. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it is about lunchtime. We're super excited to do this with you guys. We are going to be talking about our uh, myofunctional airway screener that Carice and I created um, for you guys. So just a little background information on this. When we first created it, it was based off the acronym Broom. So it's a sweeping generalization of things you might find in the dental chair. Um, if you check two or more, that is an automatic referral to the myofunctional therapist. Now we had the privilege of having an article published in Spare Digest um, talking about the implementation of myofunctional therapy in the dental practice using this screener. Since then, we have decided to change broom to brooms so that we can end in that final component that we'll be discussing today. But just so you know, I am going to link that article in the show notes. But if you read that article, you will see that it is missing that final component. But for now, um, again, updated version is going to be brooms. Um, so yeah, did I miss anything, Chris? Nope. Cool. So we are going to break this down for you guys. Let's start with B, Chris. What is B for? Bruxism, the <laughs> magical parafunctional habit that like everybody has. And apparently, you know, the dental assumption is that it's all about stress. And yes, we're all stressed, but we also know that the other theory around it, it's very airway focused, that it's the body just trying to open up the airway. It's shifting the mandible and opening up that airway. That way you can breathe a little better. And so bruxism slash occlusal wear is the start of our broom screener, where that's something that you're going to notice. It's what I love about this broom screener is that every one of these things don't take extra time for you to look at, right? You already know who your Bruxers are. We all know them. We all see them. We see the occlusal wear. They have mouth guards already probably. And that's a whole nother podcast for another time, but <laughs> Ooh, writing that down. <laughs> But bruxism is going to be our um, our first indicator. And so 
Are they a Bruxer or are they not? Yes or no? Awesome. Okay. Moving on to R, respiration. How are they breathing? Are they a mouth breather? Are they a nasal breather? I always suggest um, when you are observing this, obviously when you are walking them back to your room and throughout the appointment, but I even love to watch the patients while they're sitting in the waiting room, like catching them in their natural habitat. Um, are their respirations audible? Where is the primary movement coming from? Is there a lot of chest up, a lot of upper chest breathing? Is their breaths coming from the diaphragm? Are they a diaphragmatic breather? Um, are they shallow? Um, you know, you can simply literally just observe this in a patient. Now, of course, you can have the conversation with them of do they think they're a mouth or a nasal breather? But Chris, I'm sure you can agree with me that a lot of our mouth breathers um, will tell you they're nasal breathers, even though like you can literally hear them mouth breathing as they're speaking to you. Um, probably telling you that they floss every day too. You know? <laughs> People say things. Ain't that the truth? Um, so yeah, that is what the R in uh, respirations is. Is it within normal limits or is it audible? Is it orally through the mouth? Yay. Okay. This first O is really fun because when we get these patients, we already know who they are. Once we see them on our schedule, we like dread them. We fear them because we're like, oh, this is going to like really grind my gears. Orally mm -hmm. defensive. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about somebody who's orally defensive, you're ready to go in there and they're already all scrunched up. Like all the muscles have been <laughs> activated. Okay? Every muscle. Can you open for me? And it's like the tiniest opening. You can't even get your mirror in there. You're like, what are you doing? Like, please just open your mouth. Just chill. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Then you get in there and the cheek is fighting you. The lips are fighting you. Like everything is all over the place. And you're like, why, why did you have to come in today? Why couldn't you come in on a day that I was off and or on vacation? Orally defensive. Yeah, great. I've, I don't thought you were going somewhere else again. But anyways, yes, orally defensive. First O. Second O, open mouth posture. Very easy. Is their mouth closed or is their mouth open? Again, you want to evaluate this when they're not speaking to you. Um, watching them in the waiting room, watching them as they're walking back, sitting in the chair as you're speaking. How are they looking at you? How are those lips? Are they together or are they apart? And he know if their mouth is open, where do we think that that tongue posture probably is? Mm. Down, right? Very yeah. awkward to have an open mouth posture and your tongue being up. I don't really think I've ever seen that before. Grease, have you? No, not unless it's intentional. Like, you know, somebody showing off a good cave, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes you get the kids that come in. I don't know. Have you ever had that? Like the kids that come in and they're, they're so excited. They're like, oh, they're just yep. walking around with their tongue up. And you're this like, why true. are you doing that? This is true. And things that you can look for, you know, you, when you're evaluating their lips, like, are they dry? Are they clacked or cracked? Are they taking that chapstick out of their pocket during your appointment and lathering their lips? Probably a good sign that their mouth is open and they're doing some mouth breathing. Otherwise our lips would not be dried out. Yes, very true. So the M is going to be for maxillary transverse width. Okay. So arches, like how is their maxillary arch? Look at their palate. Is it a narrow palate? 
do they have an omega shaped arch? Do they have an A shaped arch or a V shaped arch? Those are kind of interchangeable A or V. Anything other than a U that you can fit a nice cotton roll. So the average cotton roll about 37 millimeters, just measure yours, just to be sure. Don't, you know, hold me to that, that every cotton roll is 37, but on average about 37 millimeters. If you can fit it from first smaller to first smaller, no problem. Hopefully you have space in an adult. We are good. We're doing phenomenal. If not, mark it down on your screener. That is an indicator. Absolutely. So that was our M. And then our final new addition that makes our brooms brooms is strain of the mentalis. So why might we see overdevelopment in this mentalis strain? Well, I think a lot of these patients that have mentalis strain, if you ask them to smile, you would see that they have a very gummy smile because they probably have vertical excess growth. Um, they're, they have an incompetent lip seal, right? It's hard for them to keep those lips closed without activating that mentalis muscle. Um, this is something again, simply ask them to close their lips and check, check for that strain there. It'll look kind of like dimply, like almost like an orange peel. Um, another reason that you could see that if they have, you know, excessive flaring of those upper anterior teeth, that's going to be really difficult um, for them to get their lips closed as well, which will probably activate that mentalis muscle. Yes, very, very true. That orange, uh, that orange rind type of look when mm -hmm. it's on the gingiva, what's that called again? Stippling? Mm -hmm. Stippling. Oh, nice. I couldn't <laughs> remember that word. <laughs> word of the day, guys. <laughs> yes, that stippling orange look, you will see it very easily in patients. Sometimes patients have it even without actually even closing their lips. It could be that overactive, um, but simply ask your patients to put their lips together. And again, you can see somebody should be able to have a competent lip together seal without any overactivation of that mentalis muscle. If you see it, if you see that stippling, uh, mark it on that screener. Yes. And some of these things, so yes, you'll see a lot of these things in your patients, but sometimes you could just be out and about in the world. You could go to the mall, you could go to the airport, you could go to the supermarket and you will look at people and you'll be able to see certain things, right? So you'll see their respiration. You can see open mouth posture. You can tell, a lot of us can tell when there's long facial growth. And so, you know, the maxillary transverse width is going to be an issue. You can see the um, strain mentalis. And so, you know, just always be on the lookout because the more you start to spot it when you're out in the world, the easier it is to spot into your chair. And that makes it wonderful to just integrate it into your practice so that you can yes. make referrals smooth. And I think a good point to bring up, and it's a conversation that you and I had, I think last week. So again, this screener should not take you any extra time. It is a very quick screening. So somebody's question, which is why I want to bring this up, might be, why don't you have tongue tie on there? And that is exactly the reason. Tongue tie is not a quick, a quick thing, right? We have to do a whole functional assessment. Now, yes, you can do a quick, you know, ROM measurement, but there's so much more to screening for tongue tie um, that we did not want to include on the screener, because like we said, this should be something that is not, we're not going to have any hygienists being upset with us, asking them to implement this because it is literally taking no extra time. I mean, these are all observations you can make and literally even complete it at the end of the appointment. Mm 
Um, right. I think, um, so yeah, I'm excited. I hope that you guys begin implementing this. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, I can't think of anything else, Chris. Can you? No, if you see it, if you see something, say something, you know, make a referral. <laughs> Two or more, refer to the myofunctional therapist. And again, these are, you can use this in a practice. You don't have to be doing myofunctional therapy in your practice. This is a myofunctional therapy referral, whether the myofunctional therapist is in your office or you're referring to a myofunctional therapist down the road in a different state, in a different country, wherever the myofunctional therapist is, it does not matter. This is still a very easy screening to literally begin implementing the second after you hear this. Um, we can attach, can I attach a PDF of it? Does that attach in the show notes? I don't even know because you don't really link a PDF, but join are out of the op group um, on Facebook, and we will make sure that we upload um, the screener so that you can begin using it. Yes. And that you can link into the show notes, the Facebook link for the group. Yes. 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 So we'll see you guys in the group. Awesome. Yes, we will see you in the group. We'll see you there next week. When we talk on Mile Mondays, we are going to be talking about different airway careers. So what other options do you have? If you don't want to be a myofunctional therapist, that's okay. We have answers for you. Yay. Have a good week, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of I Spy with My MyOI. If you want to hear more about these episodes, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or feel free to contact me at hello at myctom.com. Don't forget to subscribe as well and let us know of any subject or guest speaker you'd like to hear from. Help spread the word by sharing today's episode on your social media page. You can find me on Facebook at CT Oral Facial Myology or Instagram handle CT underscore Oral Facial underscore Myology. Everybody have a wonderful day.